0: Welcome back to KUEHQ at 101.5 FM, Isleta del Sur. Great music from time immemorial till now. My name is Chris Gomez, coming to you from my home at the Pakitu Village. Today, I have the pleasure of being joined by tribal councilman and fire captain, Andrew Torres. How are you doing today, uh, councilman Torres?
1: I'm, I'm doing pretty good. We're out here at the, the screening checkpoint at Socorro and Tiwa. It's a little windy right now, but... Uh, and, and it's getting warm, but we're doing good. We're doing good. Thank you for asking. How are you doing?
0: Um, I'm doing really well. First first of all, um, I want to thank you and, and um, all of Tribal Fire for all the work that you're doing to keep our community safe. We do have two positive cases so far, and there's over 600 in the El Paso region. And that's not adding um, Las Cruces and what is in there. So um, the fact that we have two is a testament to the job that, that Tribal Fire is doing. So I just want to, on behalf of the community, thank you for that.
1: No, we, we, uh, we really appreciate it, but, uh, it's, it's not just a tribal fire effort. You know, it's, it's all department of public safety. We have tribal police out here with us, uh, doing the, the screenings as well. The checkpoints, uh, we have OEM They're they're handling the ECC side of it. So, uh, we're all hands on board, you know what I mean? And, uh, we're all here to, with the same purpose, to protect the community and, and try to slow the spread, you know, as, as best as we can, and just try to keep everybody safe. And educating, educating is the best thing we can do for the community right now.
0: Okay, I know you you, you just brought up OEM, and um, that's Office of Emergency Management. Um, uh, can you describe what a day of in o, the OEM command center is like, and, and who's so, there and who's participating?
1: Uh, right now, we, we have a, a staff out there. They're pretty much all the directors from from the tribe that we have activated at this time. Uh, Josh Garcia is uh, is the main guy running the show right now out there. And the, their, their whole staff, they're doing a fabulous job. They, they're a, a support system for us out here in the front lines. And without them, we wouldn't be able to, to get this uh, to keep going, you know, the way we're going. Uh, they help us out with logistical needs, things like that. Um, they're pretty much making all the plans for the the future and and how uh, how this is going to continue to go and how we continue to protect the community. So they have a lot on their their shoulders as well, a lot on their plates, but they're doing a fabulous job of uh, making sure all that information gets sent down to us in, in the field and and also to the community. that's that's uh, I want to give a, a shout out to all of them the uh, uh, kudos because I think our community is very well informed. When it comes to what's going on, due to the, the activation of uh, OEM and and their staff, so uh, a big shout out to that whole crew and and everybody there. Um, you know, it, it's it's long hours, long days, it's nonstop, but uh, we really do we really do appreciate it.
0: Okay, Councilman. So um, just on behalf of the community, I know Tribal Fire and OEM and the whole um, Department of Public Safety, as well as the health the Health and Human Services, you guys were already um, busy with your regular. Um, daily work, you know, your workload up until this point, and then came this COVID-19 virus. How, how has um, this changed all of your operations?
1: Um, I, I think uh, we, we've made adjustments as far as how we're going about our day-to-day operations, but for the most part, it's all public safety, you know. Uh, the healthcare center, they're, they're still uh, open, they're still seeing patients as they would uh, regular on a regular basis. You know, um, I can't really speak too much on that. That would be Mr. Lopez, he'd be the one to speak to. But as far as DPS, you know, it's still day-to-day operations for us. We just added the the checkpoint, you know. So if we still get calls, things like that, we we still respond. We still have uh, a service to do to the community and the surrounding community as well. Um, But we still uh, do our jobs day-to-day. And uh, the checkpoint is just mainly to to also educate the people coming into the reservation as, as far as residents, um, any visitors and all that, we really are telling them we're not allowing any visitors uh, on the reservation at this time um, to make other arrangements, you know, unless it's a, a necessity unless people are dropping off medication, food. Of course, we're allowing all that. but we're also educating them onto the reservation, uh, letting them know how uh, we're trying to protect the community. we're we're, we're really pushing the social distancing. Uh, we We see that as a trend throughout the the world that social distancing is helping. So that's what we're really trying to enforce, uh, as well as, uh, of course, we have the curfew on the reservation, and it seems to be helping, you know, uh, the, the residents of both District 1 and District 2 seem to be abiding to the curfew, and it really makes our jobs a lot easier. And then just to all the residents out there that hear this, you know, we, we thank you guys, and we just continue to ask you guys to work with with all the departments and understand that we're, we're trying to to put the community safety at, at the, the forefront of everything and um, you know, just so we can get past this and get back to normal as soon as possible. yeah, but the, yeah. the community seems to be abiding for the most part, you know, um, but we're we're very grateful and we'll continue to stay out here and, and help out with whatever we can do as well as continue our day to day operations.
0: Yeah, and i I really feel like it's just a minor inconvenience to go through a checkpoint. um really, like I feel a peace of mind because I'm getting my temperature checked at regular intervals. So, you know, I'd, I'd get early detection if there was something wrong with me, which which yes. could probably save a lot of people. So it really is a service that we don't get anywhere else. Of course, um, you don't want kids going through the checkpoint. You know, there should be really no reason for them to, to go through there. Um, you know, it should just be one adult leaving at, uh, um, the reservation at a time to do essential um, things or if you're working. So, um, you know, I'm glad to hear that the community is complying with everything. And um, I just have to say that you guys have run the checkpoint really well. Like there hasn't been a lot weights at all you know um you know you guys are out there battling the elements it's been windy <laughs> really windy, yeah, and, windy oh. and,
1: and, and hot and we're getting a couple uh, dust storms here and there uh like we're getting one right now as we speak but uh you know we're we're first responders this is part of the job and you know but again you you hit the, the nail on the head by saying you know what we're asking the community to do and, and i just want to you know reinforce that that we are asking residents to stay home uh, I know it's hard. I know it's been long, long times that they've been in their houses and all that stuff. But uh, if, if they do need to leave for whatever reason, we ask that they only one person leaves from the residence and, and make it essential. You know, we, we want to make sure that people aren't just going out in the community just to go. You know, we want to make sure it's essential uh, getting medical equipment, getting medicine, refilling the prescriptions, uh, going to the bank. Of course, you know, financials are are, are still around you know, getting groceries and things. But uh, one thing, you know, I, I have seen, we have seen an uptick in is, is the communities uh, ordering. They have a lot of people delivering food, uh, groceries, um, you know, fast food and all that stuff. And it seems to be uh, slowing down the traffic here at the checkpoint. So if, if residents continue to do that, we are allowing them still into the, the reservation, you know, because it's, uh, it's keeping people home. And that's that's the best thing that we're asking people to do, is to stay home, stay safe, you know, and uh, just enjoy this time with family and uh you know we'll we'll get through this we'll get through this as a, as a pueblo as a community and as a nation
0: yeah absolutely um you know and and i really feel like we have this extra layer of protection as member of the pueblos having you guys there um you know just being the small community we're able to close off and and really keep track of our 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 um members so you know that that that's been really helpful i think <laughs> Yeah, it,
1: it really has. You know, we get questions all the time at the checkpoint and we're open to them. And like I said, we're here to educate as much as we can and enforce, you know, it's not just educating, it's enforcing. And, and again, tribal police is doing a, a fantastic job of enforcing and, and tribal fire and OEM and we're working, uh, you know, diligently and, and just keeping everybody safe. And it's not just us as DPS. There's other departments throughout the, the reservation, throughout the tribe that are still open and you know, we also uh, shout out to to Speaking Rock, of course, because they come out, they provide us water, um, drinks and all that the necessities we need. And, and also a shout out to the community, because the community, uh, they're taking care of us at the checkpoints. They bring us uh, food. They'll bring us snacks. You know, so without them, uh, you know, we'd probably go hungry sometimes, but we really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we just we're very thankful for the support of the community. And I just hope the community sees that we are. Uh, trying to trying our best to to keep the the community as safe as possible and really really slowing the spread of COVID because uh, we are able to control the community we have such a small community unlike the surrounding areas you know so we're able to to use our resources wisely and uh, the decisions from the the governors our, our cacique traditional council council we have the full support of them and and uh, without their support without their backup you know uh, we don't know where we would be but. Uh, I just want to thank them, too, as well, because uh, they're the ones that uh, are really uh, supporting us and making this possible to to keep our community alive and make sure we're here for for many, many generations uh, after this COVID goes away, because it it will go away.
0: Yeah, it will go away. I have no doubt in my mind that the Pueblo will survive this and continue to thrive and everything. Unfortunately, there's just so much unknown that I think that the Pueblo is having to adapt to. So, you know, our tribal leadership has done a great job adapting on the fly, and, um, you know, taking the information, swallowing um, that in and doing what they have to do to protect our community. So I, I just thank you guys, the leadership and um, everyone from Public Safety, OEM, Tribal Fire, the Health and Human Services for the job you're doing. And, um, you know, God willing, um, this will um, be over sooner than later. Yeah,
1: God willing. Yes, sir. Uh, hopefully we do. Uh, you know, we do see a, a downtick on, on some of this really, really slowing down and, we can slowly start getting back to normal when, when all that happens, you know, but the community needs, needs to understand it's not going to happen overnight, you know, things, there's there's going to be some changes that come out of this COVID, some positive changes. But, you know, we just continue to ask people to, to wash your hands, social distance yourself, protect yourself, take care of yourselves, only go out for essential reasons. And, uh, you know, the, the big thing right now is is also the face masks, you know. There's a big push for, for face masks out there and, and that's one thing us as a community you know, we're really, really uh, pushing for people to uh, purchase face masks. Um, I know there's been some community members that have donated them. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Uh, as, a, as a fire captain, as a, a councilman, you know, without that support from our community, uh, who knows, who knows what would be going on. So shout out to them. There, there's a couple of them out there that are, are really uh, stepping up during this, this, uh, this weird reality of, of COVID-19. And, and, you know, they're, they're using their own money to purchase material and they're donating uh, and they're, they're saving lives. You know, they're really saving lives. We're us as first responders. We're the front line, but you have people like them that are true heroes uh, saving lives using, you know, their own equipment, their own material to really uh, support and take care of the community. And that's what I love about our club. We all, we all take care of each other and we all come together and, in times of need and, and rough times. And you see that, you see that with our tribe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I really think that wearing a mask too, it's one of the things that we can do to help you guys out because um, um, whether you want to admit it or not, the first responders are putting their lives at risk. You know, they go home to their families too. So by us wearing a mask, we're keeping them safe also. And, you know, not just the first responders, but the people that are, are um, working to fill your groceries and, and to do those essential services that we need to survive to eat you know um just they're having to work through this this whole outbreak so um we can do our part to prevent the spread and prevent them from getting sick so they can continue to serve us yes sir
1: yes sir and again we just we thank everybody for for supporting us um and we thank you as well uh, chris for putting the information out there to the community and uh just keeping us up to date and uh you know it's great to to hear a familiar voice on this radio station and and uh, you, uh, a former leader, it really helps out as well. And we got some good jams on there as well. But uh, you know, we'll just continue to educate the community, uh, enforce enforce the decisions and the actions that you know that need to be enforced. And, and sometimes they're hard decisions to make. But uh, as a council, uh, we've really stuck together. And uh, with with the guidance of the cacique and again traditional council and everybody, um, I believe that we're doing very well. And uh, you know. Really, we're working together as a team, and that's where we're at, and I'm very grateful for that.
0: Yeah, and the community is grateful as well. Well, um, Do you have anything else to add, Councilman?
1: Uh, No, you know, just, uh, again, to the community out there, we just, you know, please stay home. And if for whatever reason they do need to leave, just please make it essential. And if there are any questions, you know, uh, they can contact our our dispatch number. And the the number to the tribal dispatch is going to be area code 915 860 9653. Again, they're there 24-7. Um, they're, they're good staff. It's our communication group, so a shout-out to them, too. They're behind the scenes, and, uh, you know, with, without them, uh, again, you know, they're, they're a part of DPS as well, and, uh, you know, we're very appreciative for, for communications, but if there's any questions, any concerns, anything that needs to get reported, that's the number the, the tribal community can call out, and uh, they'll they'll dispatch the appropriate department, you know, whether it be fire, whether it be police, whether it be uh, social services for any needs or anything like that. But uh, just know that we're all here. We're all still working. We're all here to support the community. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get through this. You know, we're going to be strong.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I want to thank our guests. Uh, the, that was Tribal Councilman and uh, Fire Captain Andrew Torres. Uh, thank you, Councilman. God bless you. Um, you know, take care of yourself. Keep it tuned in here to KUEH 101.5 for the latest update regarding the COVID-19. Th- thank you very much, Councilman.
1: No, thank you guys. Have a good day. Be safe.